the Spinnaker Radio Studios. Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Gordon. All right, what's the haps, gang? This is the Doc G Show. I am... Doc G. Now, normally, what I would say here is that Eric or Claude is yes. with me, but they're off gallivanting with celebrities. What? You know, rich and powerful, hobnobbing is what I guess is going on. But I'll do you one better, listeners. I've got Justin in the studio with me right now. Justin, how's it going? Good, man. Good, man. Really good to uh, be here with you. Right. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay, good. Good stuff. <laughs> good stuff, man. Just came in from Orlando. Straight for you, dude. <sighs> that makes me feel good. Right there. Um, so you are a millennial. You might be a millennial! I think I uh, got that cutoff point right there at the 95. 95. There, there we go. May 26. So we talked about this before we came on. A millennial is anyone from 1982 to 1996. If you were born between those dates, you are a millennial. I am a millennial. Millennial. Believe it or not. Justin is a millennial. Millennial. So, uh, I had a meeting about millennials uh, this past week. First off, I gotta say, everybody in the meeting just seemed to substitute the word millennial for every person they hated in their life. They were like, let's talk about millennials. Yeah. You know one of them? You know one time? One of them backed in the back of my car. Probably because they were on their phone. Millennial. (laughs) You know, I ordered a burger one time with no ketchup. Guess what I got? A burger with ketchup. Millennial. You You know what? One time my wife cheated on me with a minor league baseball player. Millennial. Millennial. Then... The guy started, you know, giving me uh, things to define millennials by. You know, he was like, this uh, group of individuals, uh, according to research, feels like their job should have meaning and purpose. Wait, what? I'm going to be honest. I-, I feel like most generations had that feeling. Yeah. They might not have said that. But they probably thought it. I don't yeah. think anyone goes into life being like, "Hey, you know what? I hope my life's meaningless and purple and has right. no, purpose. no purpose." That'd be fantastic. I can't wait for that life. I don't think that happens. Then they said uh, this group feels entitled. What the hell is Seems that? Seems a bit vague. Entitled for what? Entitled to what? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There you go. <laughs> right. That's what America wants. Am I right? It seems like to me when somebody uses the term millennial, it's just a way to stereotype a young person they don't like. Well, let me tell you something, Justin, and listeners around the world. Here at the Doc G Show, we don't use generational slurs. 
okay? We treat each individual as an individual. America! We realize that it doesn't matter if a person was born in 1943 or 1993, that person can still be a turd. Yes! And you know what? It doesn't matter if you're born in 1956 or 1996, you can still be awesome. Yes! So listeners, strap on your listening goggles as two millennials Millennial. take you on an adventure. Justin, are you ready to fire up the show? I think so. I think so. Fantastic. All right. As we typically do to fire up a show, we're going to start with a little who's wearing their birthday suit. Now, I should have expected this because last week I made a big to-do about how uh, every day of the year has a bunch of famous people on that day of the year that are being born. Uh, And then I looked at who was being born on March 8th. And you picked the worst day. And there's like no, not a lot of famous people being born. That's crazy that there's not I know. I I feel like maybe they just didn't list them. Maybe. Because, you know, March has got a lot of good birthdays. My brother's birthday. Oh, okay. March 28th. My, My friend Chad. His birthday, Chad Edney, March 26th. Really? Yeah. Okay. You were actually just down Chad's way. He's in he's in Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever uh, eaten at uh, Charlie's, Charlie and Jake's Barbecue? Charlie's no. and Jake's Barbecue. Would you recommend? I would. 10 out of 10. Uh, 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, they do all their barbecue wood-fired smokers. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I've seen yeah. the pictures from Chad. He sent me these pictures of where he's up at ungodly hours really? cooking meat. Cooking meat. Yeah. Any kind of meat? Yeah, well, I mean, all yeah, beef, beef, pork, chicken. You got it all. Really? Everything. Not even like crazy yeah. like game meat. Wait, what? I, I'm not I'm not sure if they have any game meat. No. Wagyu beef. They got that. Ooh, for that's their hamburgers. That is some That's like top prime, notch. Yeah. That's the best stuff. You can get, and they got. I've it. had that like only once. Exactly. I got a little sidetrack. That has Sorry. nothing to do with March eighth. But wait, what? Yeah, Charlie and Jake's barbecue, good stuff. Um, are you ready for the first clue, Justin? Yes. Okay. Hit me. Our birthday suit wear was born on March eighth, nineteen sixty five. So technically, he's not an a-hole because he's not a millennial. So keep that in mind. (laughs) Millennial. Uh, He was born in Queens, New York. Queens, New York. Uh Uh-huh. And he ended up going to Archbishop Archbishop Malloy High School in New York City. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of Archbishop Malloy? I haven't heard of Archbishop Malloy. Very famous school. Did he go there? He did go there. His whole high school career. Okay. Very famous school. Uh, A lot of famous athletes that came from there. Also some famous actors as well and actresses. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, So that is our first clue. March 8th, 1965, Queens, New York. Ended up going to Archbishop Malloy High School for his whole high school career. And that's in New York City. That's all you get. So think about that. New Yorker, that's what you got. New Yorker. Okay, Okay. we're going to come back to it. Let's hope I know my New York people. Don't worry. You'll know this New York person. I got faith in you. I I gave you an easy one, a softball for your first time. Sweet. I appreciate it. So let's go ahead and move on. Let's go rip from the headlines. Jebediah, fire it up for us. And now the news. All right. That was sweet. To the point, as he always is. Love it, Jebediah. It's good stuff. Amen! Uh, 
Recently, from Automotive News, they let us know that millennials buy cars differently than old people. Huh? That's right, Justin. You thought you bought a car yeah. like a normal person. Well, you don't. You buy one like an a-hole millennial. Like an a-hole millennial. That's like a you. turd. Yeah. Like a turd. Apparently, millennials are buying cars based off of monthly payments instead of total price. Instead of focusing on final purchase price or interest rates, we millennials are far more likely to shop based on monthly payment, according to Hannah Lutz of Automotive News. The media outlet reported that millennials are the fastest growing segment of car buyers and will represent 40% of the new market uh, by 2020. Buying habits of millennials are mostly due to the fact that millennials, apparently, us, are a subscription-based culture. Millennial. Where most of their repeat costs are just a part of monthly expenses like uh, Spotify and Netflix. I can only hope, I was reading this, I can only hope that the article is wrote by a Gen Xer yeah. or a baby boomer who bought a house that they couldn't afford in 2006 yeah. and had to foreclose it in 2009 and can't really see the irony of them calling us out on how we don't know how to buy cars. Ooh, that justice system burns, doesn't it? Um, Justin, did you... Did you buy your car this way? I actually did not buy my car. Uh, it was actually handed down. There you go. From my dad. There you uh, go. So don't, you don't even know. I don't even buy cars. Like you haven't even got to that level, level. yet. So I feel like I might be above that level. You are. Yeah. You're, you're so entitled. I can't handle oh, you right man. now. Millennial. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, moving on, we uh, have a story out of NBC News in Cleveland where they reported uh, two serial carjackers attempted to steal another car. And I say they attempted because they weren't successful. Oh. What do you think that was, Justin? No clue. Was the was the millennial? A, so. little, a little bit. <laughs> uh, the two guys that were um, stealing the cars were 18 and 17. So actually, oh. they, they weren't even millennials. That's too young for millennial. They are gener- Generation Z. Ew. Z? I don't even know what that's all I about. I've never even heard of that term. They you sent me with a new one. Yeah, well, they haven't had time to really scope out that generation yet, but that's who they but are. I think I come up with a name. Exactly. Well, it is. It's Generation Z. It's just Z. Generation Z? Millennials are also known as Generation Y. Okay. And then Generation X was before us. So, you know, Generation XYZ. X so cool, though. So, I don't know once they get past Z if they're going to start back over with A. Generation or- A? Or double Z, I, I don't know. We'll Z, have to we'll have to look into that. Z Roman numeral one. I have to ask an anthropologist what they're thinking about. Um, anywho, they couldn't steal the car because it was a manual transmission. Woo! Yeah. They were like looking at the stick, like just like, what do we do? What is this? The guy was still in the car. They hijacked this car, right? Okay. They had a gun held to the guy's head, oh. and they were like, hey, listen. You tell us how to operate this car. This is, uh, <laughs> and he tried, you know, he was like, okay, yeah. you got the clutch down there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's a little bit more frantic than that because that doesn't really sound like it's, a guy that's got a gun to his Yeah, head. so when you start a car, you got to hit that sweet spot. Yeah, if you're going to try. The- <laughs> do you do you know how to drive a stick? I show? was, I, a bunch of my friends know how to drive stick. My dad coming from the Philippines because everybody in the Philippines drives stick. Right. And um, he knew how to drive stick, but I was never taught how to drive stick. I was taught. Like, I was shown the ropes probably, like, two, three years ago, but, like, I stalled, like, 
seven times. But if you were stealing a car, you could probably... If I can find probably. the sweet spot. I mean, yeah. That was my problem, finding that sweet spot. Yeah, but once I... where it actually fits in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Same with me. I'm not... I'm not... Fun- I feel like I could steal a car if I needed to. Yeah. If need be. If somebody Or if somebody was like, hey... Get me to the hospital. Uh-huh. I need you to drive this car. We'd have a bumpy ride oh, there. Oh, gosh. But I feel like I could do it, you know? Yeah. They might not be living by the time oh. we got to the hospital because it took us so long and I stalled but out. But we like got 50. there. Yeah, exactly. It's all about getting there. But so anyways, let me get back to the story. Uh, they tried to operate the car. Eventually, they got frustrated and they realized they weren't going to learn not how to do it. this. So they just stole the dude's cell phone. Uh, which the police then right after used to pinpoint their exact location and arrested them. Smart. Millennials, Smart man, man, can't even steal Not even a millennials. car right. Yeah, Generation, Generation Z. Generation Z people. Gosh, man. We got to learn about those Z's. The Z's. Uh, <laughs> so speaking of, I, I guess these guys, this this person would fall into the Z category as well. In uh, Sioux Falls. South Dakota, great place this time of year, right? Uh, Sioux Falls, third grader, handed out prescription pill bottles for their birthday uh, to all their uh, fellow classmates with M&Ms in them. Okay. That said, eat one M&M when needed. Wait, what? An M&M a day. An M&M a day. Apparently, the uh, mom of the student... Thought this would be a good party favor for the birthday uh, of their child. Uh, they worked at a pharmacy, so they just wrote these prescriptions for M&Ms up and said, "Hey, giving hey. prescription bottles to third graders, what's <laughs> what's better than that, right? Is there? I, I'm I'm very surprised. That, that's that a she, pretty crazy thing to do. To be that honest. she didn't think that would be negative in any way. That she was like, you know what? This is gonna end well." My kid's going to be happy. All their kid, all their friends are going to get M&Ms, yeah. and they're going to know what a prescription is and how to fill it. Didn't even like think about saying, like, hey, if any side effects, call your physician or anything. Nothing on there. I don't think there was anything listed. They had a picture of it with the story, but the interesting thing to me is, like, you know, like, what, what did she think was going to come out of this as far as, like, a positive? She's like, hey, I'm sending out the message to all the kids out there that the... the answer to your problems are in the bottom of a prescription bottle right were they just regular m&ms or were they crispy peanut regular i'm pretty sure which i mean what would you choose i like the crispy crispy wafer ones really i feel like it's a waste i don't get enough chocolate with those well i like i like the peanut i do like the peanut too and apparently they have the extra peanut ones with like extra chocolate around them so you get more chocolate wow. relative to the peanut. I haven't tried them, but my dad was telling me about them. Nice. Could he he could have just made them up. Sometimes he does that when we're talking on the phone, just makes up things. But that's what happened in South Dakota in case anybody was wondering. Jeez. In another story, a fun story from New Jersey. Mm. NewJersey.com recently released a story about a Hoboken man who used Craigslist to advertise heroin for sale. Wait, what? And was arrested after he arranged a drug deal with an undercover detective. Uh, I'll, I'll leave his name out there. Uh, let's just call him Bill. Uh, Bill 
51, was uh, charged with heroin-related offenses, including possession and uh, intent to distribute the drug. Uh, when he put on the online classifieds on Craigslist, super fire, dope, dog food. Ooh. Yeah. He agreed uh, to then sell uh, the undercover detective 50 glassine envelopes of heroin uh, in a meeting in Township. Um, they then searched his Honda, which led them to find more heroin and $385. Uh, the classified went on to say, get your chow here in this wealthy and hip location. This is not the hood. I'm an older white gentleman sharing his dog food with those tired of being beat what? and or going to the hood. Oh. <laughs> as, lo- hey, as long as he made the environment around inviting, I guess that... that- well, and it's like I told you before going on, I thought this wasn't a common thing, and then I actually looked on the internet, and apparently this a is a common this. thing. Apparently, crazy. there are people on uh, Craigslist that just put like, hey, I've got some Xanax for sale, Want and some? they don't expect any ramifications from that, which I feel like you should expect ramifications from that. Word. That would, you know, I, I would advise, and I'm not advising anyone to do this, but... Uh, uh, not to sell their drugs on uh, Craigslist. Online. It's probably a, a good idea. Because I'm guessing watching. the other people in prison, once this guy gets there, mm-hmm. are probably going to make fun of him. Oh, gosh. Uh, moving on, UPI uh, recently released a story detailing that Oklahoma City police are searching for a man accused of stealing six packages of bacon from a grocery store by stuffing it inside his shirt. Gotta get that bacon, man. There are a lot of questions because that's basically all I got from the story. Very short story. Um, I did enjoy that they mentioned the story came from the Facebook post of the Oklahoma City Police. Millennial. And the post said... Hey, I like bacon as much as the next guy, but you can't go around stealing it. Um, you know, first of all, I feel like Oklahoma City has more important things than finding a guy who's stealing th- supermarket bacon. I mean, you know, out of all things to steal from a supermarket, though, bacon. I mean, I guess he has a, I guess he has a pan to fry it in, or it's gonna be some untasty, uncooked bacon, would be my guess. Yeah. But I mean, once you get thrown to jail for stealing six packages of bacon again not really worth it guys not worth it guys not worth it man uh so that is ripped from the headlines we are going to move back to who's wearing their birthday suit are you ready for the second clue justin yes okay here we go so if you remember archbishop malloy that was the first clue okay march 8th 1965 queens new york second clue our birthday suit wear ended up going to University of North Carolina and playing for Dean Smith. He played in the 1986 FIBA World Championship team, which also included some notable players, David Robinson, mm. Muggsy Bogues, Muggsy, okay. and Steve Kerr. I hear you, Muggsy. Yeah. Oh, okay. so that was in 1986. Uh... That's your second clue. Wow. Okay. So now you got the time UNC, frame. UNC, 
popular basketball player. Think about it. See, if he played at Duke, I would have known. But UNC? Who we got on 1986 time frame for Duke? Well, I mean, see, you porn? don't know. You don't even. Is know. that even important right now? For Danny this? Ferry, that's who you could have said. Ooh. I think he played in 1980. Don't quote me on that either. I'm probably wrong on that, but I think that was around that time. Okay. I'm gonna come back after this break. I'll let you know whether or not he played 1986. All or right. Not. Uh, right now, we're gonna take a musical break. Though we're gonna hear a song from our friend in South Carolina, the hip hop geek, who hopefully makes it down to the studio soon for an interview. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, but this is Hip Hop Geek with Hands Down, Hands Up. Keep it locked on the Doc G Show. Hands up if you don't care, no, 
we see you flicker flicking All the ladies in the building going and twist those hips uh, Go on and twist those hips And if you deaf to good music, try and read my lips If you gave me a theme, I might speak on that But right now, for the moment, y'all can geek on this And this is call and response, so y'all follow my lead When I say hip-hop, y'all say geek Alright guys, we are back. You are listening to the Doc G Show on Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP in Jacksonville, Florida, 95.5 FM. Alright, what you heard was a great song there by the Hip Hop Geek. Big fans of the old Hip Hop Geek. That was hands down, hands up. If you heard in that song, he said he's like Ross Geller. Thank you. I enjoy that. Friends. I like Ross Geller. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, um, natural moment. It is time for the natural moment. Can we get a little sound cue on that? Nature. Thank you. Okay. The uh, French government is trying to incentivize clean transportation. Are you for clean transportation, Justin? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Good. Be. I'm glad to hear that. You're for that. Yes! Are you? Me, I'm very for that. Ooh. All over there. You know I ride my bike. I know. He, ride, he rides that bike I everywhere ride Everywhere. Goes. Apparently, they are offering 200 euros worth of assistance to any citizen who wants to purchase a pedal assist electric bike with a net maximum of power less than 3 kilowatts and not having a lead acid battery. Right now, according to cycling, uh, cycling industry news, under 2% of the French population travels to work by bike. Government is hoping that this will boost the use of bike uh, for daily travels. They're hoping that some citizens that wouldn't be interested in a normal bike may be interested in the with the electric bike since they, they, they won't have to do all the work. Wow. Now, you know... I'm interested in this. Yes. I'm interested in getting the Audi Sport e-tron mountain bike. I showed you this bike this, during the break. This didn't even look like a bike. This just looked like something out of Tron. Exactly. This was crazy. Exactly. This has everything, man. Magora MT8 disc brakes, titanium sprocket, Bosch Nyon computer with GPS navigation with 2D and 3D mapping. Look, I'm not even as fluent in bikes as you are, but I'm just gonna believe that's that like, sounded really cool, like right? Like some like 
top-notch stuff right there. There was it was top-notch stuff, and it's yeah, only that's... forty pounds. Word. I can lift forty pounds. That's that's light. Do it now. It only cost fifteen thousand three hundred euros. So if you're one of our French listeners, with your rebate, that bike now costs fifteen thousand one hundred euros. Basically free. So uh. <laughs> We don't have a rebate of 200. So if I come across a bike that's going to cost uh, five that, or if I come across fifteen thousand three hundred euros, I will purchase one. You need to, and you gotta let me take some spins on that thing. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, <laughs> that has been the natural moment. Cue the sound effects. Nature. We'll put some pegs on it too. There you go. Like it. Pegs are awesome. Let's go on to the sports section, shall we? Okay, so I want to talk about one thing in particular that I'm very excited about. Because you know we are fans of the NBA here. Yes. Both like the NBA. And coming up this summer, we have something somewhat akin to the NBA. Uh, We have Ice Cube's Big Three three-on-three league. Last week, messed around and got a triple-double. Yes, I have heard of this. Yes. And I am pretty excited for this. So, if you haven't heard, this is happening during the summer. Uh, It's going to be a three-on-three league, which, as I said, founded by Ice Cube. It's going to feature mostly retired NBA players as uh, players and coaches in this league. It's going to begin on June 24th, and there are going to be eight teams Eight teams uh, are going to play four games on eight successive Saturdays during the regular season and then have a two-week playoff followed by the best-of-a-three championship series, which is slated for August 26. So the league will travel to a different arena each week and host a four-game set featuring all eight teams and then that will be accompanied by some live entertainment, including halftime shows Ooh. and after parties. Fancy. No. Let it ride! No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm if, excited. If this comes to a city near us, I'm guessing it probably won't come to Jacksonville. May, but, I mean, if no. we can reel it in, if it does, I'll totally go. Yeah. If it comes to a city somewhat close to us, I'll totally go. I'm betting you it'll go to Miami. I'll drive down drive to Miami. Miami. Or maybe Atlanta. That. Atlanta seems like it would be a, a good venue for... Atlanta's hip happening. They'll probably go to Atlanta, like too. It but it's a little bit further. That's like six hours. Yeah, six And Atlanta traffic's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that's rough. But let's go over the deets All right. of what this, uh, this uh, game includes. So it's half court, which I thought was very essential yeah. for the old timers. Yeah. Because you think about you don't that. You want them to run regulation three on three. They would you don't even one. do it normally. Well, I mean, yeah. But still, I didn't know what kind of crazy things Ice Cube was up to. So I was <laughs> like, let's make sure this is half court. So they start the games off with a half court do or die shootout. Brain dance! So each team shoots that shoots that shot. That's that's pretty crazy. That's Usually pretty weird. Like, but it gets weirder. three. What? Okay. It gets weirder. There's a four-point shot available in the game. How do you feel about this four-point shot? I don't know how I feel about a four-point shot. It seems a little XFL-ish to me. True. I'm going to be honest. I'm like, yeah. It's like something, 
don't know. Eh, rock Jock from MTV. That's what I'm also thinking about. The, yeah, that's uh, that's an older millennial talk right there. Yeah. you got to be on that older millennial game. You guys know what I'm talking about out Not there. Not Generation Z talk. Old, old millennials. Okay. Uh, okay. So <laughs> they also have foul shots, typical foul shots. Um, so every time you get fouled, two, you know, you get a fouled with a, a two-point shot, two shots. Get fouled on a three-point shot, three shots. Same deal. On the get four fouled point on shot? a four-point, four-point shot. I wonder yeah. how many attempts from four point shot we'll see. I got a feeling there's going to be a lot at the end of the game. It's uh, gonna, yeah. it's probably gonna, gonna get, get annoying. Yeah, they're probably gonna have to get rid of that. That's why I'm not sure about that. But it will be cool to see like the first one. Yeah, ahead. when they first hit it and they and you're that'll go nuts. But then after like they have like 40 attempts on the four point shot, people are gonna be like, we need to get rid of this. Yeah. This is stupid. <laughs> um, so there's gonna be halftime is not by time in this league. It's by who gets to 30 points first. Wait, what? So technically, it could be 30 to 0 if a team was just really blowing out another team. Yeah. And that could be halftime. Uh, and the first team to 60 wins the game. Thank you. I'm not really sure how they came up with 60. I'm guessing they were just like 100. No, nah, it's too long. 80, too long. 60, okay, 30, that sounds good. Multiply by 2. Yeah, okay. that Let's works. Do that. <laughs> But uh, the team has to win by four points. What the hell is that? By four. It seems like a little bit much to me. Not even two. Like, or, or three. Even three. three. How about yeah. three? I mean, I guess they were like, what's the biggest shot you can get on the floor? Yeah. Four points. Which, again, is going to incentivize people to go back there and do True. crazy four-point shots. It creates dramatic and theater. I guess. I guess so. This is the thing that got me though, as well. No shot clock, which I feel like there should be some kind of shot clock. Now, in case you're wondering, this is sort of like you know your old school outdoor basketball. You got to yeah. take it back. That's what you got to take it back. Now they use some really fancy terms on the the Big Three uh, website, what is it? but basically you just got to take it back. Just take it back. Yeah. They, tr they tried to class it up, but I read through the lines, and that's what it is. Take it back. So, in case you're wondering, who's going to be in the league? Ooh. So, let's talk about who's going to be in the league. We got Rick Barry. You know Rick Barry? Yes. Used to play for Miami, Hall of Famer. Uh, Miami, the university, and then he played for Golden State as far as in the NBA, Hall of Famer. Grandma shot. Granny shot, exactly. You know his uh, son, Canyon, yes. at the University of Florida. Yes. Does it. Granny shot. Sick. I and think he's the youngest son. He, is the, he has five he, sons. You know he's a graduate student, like studying like rocket like science or something over there. Really smart stuff, huh? Pretty smart guy. Good for Canyon. Canyon. It's an interesting name. Uh, but he's not going to be in the league. He's not in the league. Uh, so Rick Barry, uh, Clyde Drexler, Clyde the Glide, Clyde the Glide, George Iceman Gervin, the finger roll, the finger roll, Allen Iverson. The answer, yes. And Allen Iverson is going to be a coach, player, and captain. So apparently wow. he's took on sort of the face of the league. That's just like in that one, uh, oh my gosh, that one Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, semi pro. Semi pro. Yeah, he was the he was the coach and the uh, and the captain. Yes. Promoter and everything. It's pretty fantastic. But then he got demoted when uh, what's his face came on the team. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. I wanted to say Woody Allen. I was like, no, no. that's not right. <laughs> not thinking of the right Woody. Woody. Um, then we got Gary Payton, the glove. Yeah. 
Charles Oakley and Rick Mahorn off the old bad boys there. Rick Mahorn. Rick Mahorn. So we need one more coach. They haven't they, they've only named seven coaches. We need one more coach. So as for players, they've named some of the captains. So here's some of the captains we've got. We've got and they've named some of the teams. We've got the three-headed monsters, which is one of my favorite teams. Uh, the captains, Richard Lewis and Jason wow. Williams. Wow. Jason Williams, better known uh, by some listeners, white chocolate. White chocolate. Right. White chocolate. I find it funny, as I was telling you. You know, they always just and they described him on the website as the guy that had the most street ball flair of anyone and this guy is from bell west virginia wait what literally 1200 people 1200 1200 and as listeners of the show know this guy graduated with randy moss that's right what a duo i wonder if they could get randy in this league that would be awesome yeah that would be pretty sick elbow pass I i would love it man that do that ice cube i know you're listening do that call it brandy do it anyways so we've got uh randy's team which are randy's team yeah it's gonna it might be there we go it's wow. randy's team three-headed monsters uh we've also got the ghost ballers headed up by uh mike Bi- mike bibby and ricky davis better right mike bibby and ricky davis flashbacks right these there. are like crazy names killer threes which uh, this is the only team that has a coach decided. Charles Oakley is their coach. Captains Chauncey Billups, Stephen Jackson. They're my other f- favorite right now. Killer threes. Killer threes and the three-headed monster. Those are my two favorite teams. That's, That's cool, who I'm though. putting down on the money for the championship right now. That's cool that they're teammates now. Ever since that uh, exactly that, uh, Auburn Hills. That little tiff. That, not anymore. No not tiff. Anymore. They're We're they're cool. they're bros. Uh, we've got the trilogy with captains Kenyon Martin, Al Harrington. Uh, they man, need a they need a they need a small man. They need some, yeah. they need some small they guys on their team. Uh, we've got well, and but it's three on three. Like you don't really need too much. I mean, as True. soon as you start the play, just throw it up. Get the tallest guys out there. I mean, strategize. We're gonna look for yeah, some we'll strategy see, between we'll these see, people. We'll see what happens. Uh, we've got the last team that they've named. They've got Tri-State, headed up by Jermaine O'Neal and Bonzi Wells. Jermaine O'Neal. Yes. So great. one of the things that I haven't mentioned is that these uh, these teams can have up to five players, and they'll be able to sub in during the games at any stop of play. And uh, they're going to have a draft to fill out these rosters with a combine. Now, I don't know who's invited to the combine, but they have announced a lot of draft-eligible players, including Kenny Anderson, Earl Boykins, Brand Cook, Jamari Moon, Smush Parker, Reuben Patterson, J.R. Ryder, Latrell Sprewell, and Eaton Thomas, and many more. I would love to see Boykins on that AI team, just like two little guys. Did you did you ever get his jersey? I didn't. I, I like as. But you I, wanted it. I really did want it. When I first saw him on the Denver Nuggets, it's like, who is this little guy coming on the on the floor, making threes and layups? I was like, I want this guy's jersey. I wanted so, an AI jersey, which was one of the few jerseys that wasn't one. a Jordan jersey that oh. I wanted. Really? Uh, I never got it. I had one. It was cool. It was the black one with their old logo. It was the ball. It was like a... I had three different Jordan jerseys. That was that was the only jerseys hey, that I ever were donned. A 
Jordan jersey. All 23s, no 45 or 9. Oh, yeah, no, my... Uh, 9 was his Olympic, 45. has the Michael back. Jordan 9 one. Yeah, the yeah. Olympic, right, yeah. He also wore number 12, some trivia. That was when somebody stole his jersey. Everybody knows wow. that. Classic Jordan trivia. Wow. Anywho. <laughs> uh, so the two questions that I got before we move on about the league, one would be, um, I wonder who's going to pick this up as far as television. Because they said they're going to get a deal, and I want to watch this. Yes. Merely just because it's going to make me laugh because of how old and and, and not good some of these guys are. But I'm feeling they're going to still be at a high level. Yeah, no, there's going to there's gonna be definitely some competitiveness in between them. I and, I mean, you know, I don't care how old AI gets. He's still going to want to rip out exactly. the heart of uh, the person he's playing against. Three basically. on three. Then... The other thing I got is how much are they getting paid? I just want to get, just give me a feeling. Who knows? Like, I can't find anything about it. I've looked up everywhere. I don't know how much they're getting paid. Hmm. I want to know. Just give me a, just like hmm. one player. That's all I want to know. Ice Cube, release one player's salary. And like, do they all have set, like, and I, was, I sort of want to know if they just they just agreed without finding out how much they're paid. Like, yeah, yeah I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do this. Like, why not? Uh, so, Keep keep it locked. We'll be your source for big three news. You That'd will be fun know. To watch over the summer. Yeah, you will know. You, we'll give you the updates. But we're gonna move on to who cares or interesting point. All right. So, are you ready? Uh, hope so. So, in case you haven't heard, listeners out there, who cares or interesting point? I give a fact, a comment, and Justin will tell me who cares. Or interesting point, based on his opinion. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Let's do this. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver recently spoke on a panel at MIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference, and he mentioned the possibility of a four-point shot in the NBA All-Star game and a half-court ten-point shot to potentially being added next season to help increase the level of intensity. Wait, what? Interesting point. Who cares? This is at the All-Star game. This is at the All-Star game. A 10-point shot? I see. I feel like this is all... This, does this all have to put, like come from like Curry or something? This has to be. Hey, LeBron James was the guy that shot and he made did. the half-court... Well, almost yeah. half-court shot. Yeah, that was a crazy shot. Was, but do you care... <laughs> Or uh, do you not care? Or interesting point. Let's see where this goes. Let's do. Let's. This is. This is interesting. You're gonna want to follow. I want to see this point. A okay. four point shot. Where? I don't know. They just, didn't say where. Four just point four shot. point shot. And then a ten point shot and at half court. Half court. Is it at half court? Can you be behind half court? I'm guessing it'll be like a three. Okay. You got the same rules. I'm. I don't know. Okay. But. Okay. Wow. Interesting point he says. That would be Here a com- weird like change to the pace of that I, game. I think it'd really tacky it up. I just yeah. I'm like, who cares? It's the all star game. Just let it be Let's a boring exhibition. Anyways, this so do something. Next point. Currently Tyler Johnson on the Miami Heat Ooh. is considered the worst dunker in the NBA. <laughs> Last year for the wow, 2016 season, Johnson only made 54.5% of his dunks. 
That's only 1% higher than Kyle Korver's three-point percentage in the 2009 Holy season. Holy smokes. Interesting pointer. Who cares? Well, I am a Miami Heat fan. Um, this is interesting, but I don't want to care. <laughs> That's So both. Who cares? An interesting uh, point. Can I pick two? Yeah, uh, you pick two. Oh, oh man. That's fine. I'll let it happen. 54 and a... Half? Yes. What? That's it. That's who? He who was taking? Almost half who was of the like? Dunks. Who was like? It's bad. Well, they were even, taking. They were taking note. They definitely took note. I didn't even know note. someone would take note, and I didn't. You're in the NBA. You shouldn't be missing that many dunks. He did. He did. Really? Somebody just, needs to talk to him. That guy's about such it. an explosive guy. I don't know if you've ever seen game tape. On oh him. yeah, he is. Very explosive guy. He's actually like one of. But our he's also up the not bench. the tallest guy. He's that, not the tallest. That's a problem guy. when you got to dunk. Heart uh, over height. So here we go. The New York Knicks are the only number eight seed to have made it to the finals in the 1999 season. The Knicks made it to the finals and lost to the Spurs 4-1. They had a record of 27-23 and 23 going into the playoffs. Season was shortened because of the lockout. lockout. Interesting point, or who cares? Uh, who cares? Okay, who the the Knicks. Hell there you go. It's just the Knicks. The Knicks. Who cares? Wah, wah. Uh, last year, Fox Sports ranked the worst hairdos of all time in the NBA. Ooh. Number, one number one was Carlos Boozer's glossy sprayed-on hair in no 2012. Way. The paint. <laughs> Who cares? Or interesting point. Uh, interesting point to the fact that That's I didn't really think. How about Alfred Payton? Ooh. What's he got going there? I just saw the Miami Heat Magic play and. That thing. I man. Always, it is. What is that? It is quite a do, man. That is, like, that is like just. It's all over. How does that work when he's playing? Like, does he? I feel wouldn't that want. I mean, it, yeah, I take that back because it's like way to the front. It's way to the front. It looks like I don't know. Have you seen like, uh, like at like a GameStop or something? Like the controllers are like hooked onto something. Mm -hmm. That's what the looks like. That's. Like it looks like a controller on his head, and he's about to. This is a demo, guys. I like it. I like where your head's at. That's what you're thinking. That's of. what it looked like to me. Yeah, I was like, this is controller. This thing is heavy. Millennial. It does look heavy. That's for sure. It's pretty heavy. But they said no. They said Carlos, Carlos Boozer, Boozer spray on hey, hair. Let let that man feel like he has hair. Feel like he has hair. Okay. So interesting point. That's or who cares? Interesting. Okay. Interesting, interesting point. Really interesting. Okay. Here we go. Last one. <clears throat> the Lopez brothers have the largest feet in the NBA wow. with both siblings wearing a size 20 shoe. Wow. Inter size 20. Interesting point or who cares? You, uh, that's 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 pretty. You said wow. So, yeah. I mean, I guess we got to go I with I guess we're point. already with interesting. Exactly. <laughs> size 20? Size 20 shoe. Jeez. Big. What did yeah. they say about big feet? It, well, it's... <laughs> Big it's, toenails. It, there you go. There it is. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the interesting thing is, though, you would think, That's right? Tiny. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, we had Kawhi interesting Leonard. point of 11 and a half That's size uh, uh, hand. That guy's 11 got and like half inch. crazy So, hands. if he's got such a huge hand, wouldn't you think he have huge feet as well? <laughs> I mean, they're... Maybe it's like... I guess not. I don't know. Because they didn't have him listed, or either this this website that I got it off of is just or lying maybe, to me. He wasn't even listed like like. No, it was, wasn't even. Who was second? <sighs> who was second? Uh, Kevin Durant had a size 18. Wow, that guy. 
right? Yeah, I could see him having a size 18. I don't know if you ever seen that like picture where like he's like. Oh yeah, he's got up. Ronald McDonald shoes. Those are definitely. Like, yeah. They're real long. He's a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> He is. He he, he is the Slim Reaper. Slim Reaper. He doesn't Durantula. like that nickname. What's wrong with him? He That's actually a really clever nickname. I would be jazzed if I was a tall basketball player that was skinny and somebody wanted to call me the Slim, Slim Reaper. Reaper I mean, all I got was Soul Train. Soul Train. That Soul was my Train? nickname. I enjoyed what is the Soul story Train. Behind that? I'll give you the story one day. One day, not today. Not today. We're, we're too backed up on time. Oh, all right. But we're going to come back. We are finished with sports. We are going to come back to who's wearing their birthday suit. So, Woo. third clue. Let's let's remember here. We had a uh, birthday suit wearer who was born on uh, March 8, 1965, went to Archbishop Malloy High School, ended up going to University of North Carolina, played on the 1986 FIBA World Championship team. Here we Man. go. Okay. Here comes the third clue. Some old stats. Okay. Birthday suit wear ended up going to the NBA in 1987, playing for the Kings, and then for the Hawks, and then eventually landing on the Houston Rockets, where he won two NBA championships in 94 and 95. He Holy. retired after the 96 season. Wow, okay. Got any ideas? I Hmm. Kings, Kings, Hawks, Hawks and then Rockets? Yes. So, hmm. Rockets team that won the championship. That was headed by Hakeem, right? That was headed by Hakeem. You know what? Think about it. I'm trying. We are going to take another break. Oh We're gonna gosh. listen to some tunes. Don't worry. Don't oh, fret. You'll 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 get it. me. I'm on the this, third one. This next one is gonna give it away. But we are gonna take a <laughs> musical break. We are gonna hear a little bit of uh, music from our uh, our good friends Rock and Yella. That's right. We're gonna hear Rock wide open Yella. here. So keep it uh keep it keep it locked on the Doc G Show. We'll be right back. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
guys we are back that was rock and yellow with wide open boys from orangeburg south carolina don't stop by orangeburg too often but my friend bebev the pony the pony yeah oh this guy's famous yeah he's he's from orangeburg as well but hopefully we will have those dudes on the show. Hopefully, I can call up. I can call up Bebev the Pony sometime. Yeah. When we can have him on the show. Yeah, I can only hope. He's mystical, guys. He yeah. is mystical. With special guest Rock I've, and Yella. I've told I've told Justin about about the Pony, and this he knows. Is weirdly obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to a point. Uh, so let's. I would be too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So let's head back to who's wearing their birthday suit it's time for you to go ahead and nail this out Let's for you this. to get this person so here Gosh, we go it's my first time on this show and i got i think it's all the way to four clues think about it remember all the clues he's uh went to archbishop malloy high school malloy. new york city uh went to north carolina played for dean smith 1986 was a rookie played for the kings then got traded to the hawks then the Rockets, where he won two championships. Now it's time to give it away. He's now a studio analyst oh, for the inside the NBA on TNT. Oh my goodness! Wow. Who is it? I knew I had I had this guy in my mind. I was like, it can't be. So who is it? Kenny. Kenny, Kenny the Jet Smith. There it is. Hit, give me give me the applause. There it is. Lavish it on top of Justin. There it is. Kenny. Kenny the Jet Smith, born on March 8, 1965. Oh. Didn't you tell me you had to dig for this one? Well, yeah. 
I did. Wow, that's Kenny. I mean, he's very he's a very popular person, but it took me a while to find somebody. I'm sure there are other famous people that yeah. were born on This March was a good 8. one, though. They just didn't tell me. I like this one. Yeah, Kenny the Jet. So I like that TNT crew, too. Kenny the Jet was a, uh, yeah, well, they're an awesome group. I mean, they get in fights with each other. So funny. Charles Barkley argues with Shaq. And then Kenny then and Ernie Shaq. Ernie has to come in and be like, hey, settle down, guys. I wear a bow tie. That's yeah. mediator. On, you know? Yeah, so he was born in 1965 on March 8th from New York. He was he's a he's a he's a pretty famous you know uh, outdoor court baller in New York. Really, he was actually on a uh, documentary. I would suggest checking out if you like outdoor balling called uh, "Doing It in the Park." Wait, what? Um, yeah, about New York basketball. Yeah. And I, doing it in the park. Yeah, Are you I, sure this was about New York basketball. basketball? Yes. Okay. Yes. But it's a good documentary, and it's about <laughs> playing basketball outside in New York. And one of the guys they talked to, Kenny the Jet. That's awesome. Which I do believe they got. He got the nickname the Jet from playing outdoor basketball. The Jet. Right. Yeah. So he. I mean, you know, he's he's done it at all levels, guys. I mean, you know, high school, basketball, uh, college, That'd pros. That'd be cool to see him in that three-on-three league, he, He's dominated. I don't think he's going to do it. Why? Uh, really? Yeah. But, you know, it is his birthday. So, Kenny, party it up, man. Have a great have a great birthday. Do some fun things with Shaq and Charles. Enjoy it. I love it when they race to that big board. Right? That's yeah. the funniest thing. So, guys, uh, celebrate. Kenny the Jet Smith will have a new birthday coming up next week on who's wearing their birthday suit. Uh, you, you know what it, it's about time for? Hmm. Justin, you know what time it is? Oh, my gosh. I think I do. It's time for the Paul Rudd the update. The Paul Rudd update. Now. Weirdly obsessed, too, with this guy. <laughs> I'm not weirdly obsessed. We had to find somebody sh- that was universally liked. I know. And he is universally liked. He is, like no one says I hate Paul Rudd. Yeah, I don't say. I don't think I've ever heard anybody. And say the, that. he's pretty much one of the only people that that has that title because pretty much everybody else you're like, yeah, I could do without him. You and know, like, if you if you like know somebody that has said like, what's like their reason? And it's pretty much like somebody saying like, I hate puppies, oh. or you know, I I hate. Sunsets. I hate old people. Yeah, like you just you're you're like there's something wrong with you if you say that, <laughs> and there's something wrong with someone if they're like I don't like Paul Rudd. Yeah, there's something wrong. So, have you seen Ant Man? Yes, I have. Okay, like that. Well, it a lot. I haven't seen it, but if yeah, I were to see a superhero movie, it would be Ant Man. Yeah, this guy's doing Paul Rudd updates. <laughs> haven't even watched Ant Man yet. Come on. I'm sorry. Jeez, but dude. you know. If I were to see a superhero movie, it would be a superhero movie that has Paul Rudd in it. You know who doesn't use that logic? Who? Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. She was quoted as saying, who cast Paul Rudd as a superhero? Nobody. They co-starred together. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, First of all, uh, if anybody wants to cast Paul Rudd as a superhero, I'm fine with it. Plus... He's already got a pretty good haircut for the role of Superman, so I say let's go ahead and film him. <laughs> that little, yeah, little curl, little right curl here. as Superman. I am not gonna lie to you though. When I first heard that Paul Rudd was Ant Man, I kind of got thrown off. 
I couldn't see it. All I could but see. But he won you slap, over, right? Slap in the base. Slap in the base. Dude, I couldn't like I couldn't see it. But then when I watched, he won you. Killed over. the role. Killed the role. Well, I'm pretty sure he could be Superman too. I think he was born on Krypton. Questionable. Either that or New York. One I'll, of the I'll two. take it. <laughs> um, they are filming the new Ant Man, the sequel. Uh, they're gonna start Ooh. that in July. Okay. So I've got four months before they even start filming. So you better hurry to up. watch Ant Man. Four months. It's it's not a four month movie, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I think with your, I with your obsession, it might be. <laughs> I've got time, is what I'm saying. But Justin, yes, we did it. We we created the greatest show. In the history of shows. Yeah, two millennials. 100% fact. Two millennials, greatest show of all time. Greatest show. This guy's really putting me on the pedestal here. Really putting you up there. Gosh, I'm Can't get any better. Don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Doc G Show. I am Doc G. Uh, With me has been... Justin Evangelista. There you go. J-Dom. You know, I think I skipped your last name at the beginning. Yeah. It's I'm a it's a long one, I'm but it's okay. I'm sorry. People don't really have to like remember. No, it. they do. You think so? They do. I'm Doc Now they do. Exactly. Now there they you do. Go. Evangelista. Boom. Until next week. Zip it this. up and zip it out. Woo.